All right, welcome to another episode of The Heel. Uh, it didn't take long until he came crawling back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, today I, I'm, I'm blessed uh, to be joined by, uh, if I can say, the, the Ellsworth to my Carmella, uh, Mr. Uh, Josh Edney. How you going, Josh? I'm really good. I'm excited. Um, I heard you called me out last week. So, I did. I did. So I'm here. I'm here to answer those calls, and uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here. I'm That's very good. excited. This is this is two years, two or three years in the making. So it's probably the longest here. preamble to a, a a podcast I've ever heard. Uh, you will. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to now disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, the feedback was good from uh, from the first episode. Uh, cool. The, the main uh, sort of points that I got from from friends that were listening to it, they said uh, you need someone to talk to. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, no, they, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here. I mean, as you said, we talk about wrestling basically every day, so it's good to kind of finally put that in audio form, and and hopefully the the three or four people plus my mum who listen to this, um, <laughs> they can now listen to us talk nonsense. So yeah, this this should be fun. Yeah, we could have just uh, screenshotted our our text messages and sent that out <laughs> as a, like a Twitter stream or something. Oh, yeah, I mean that that would be very interesting. It's just us bickering, really. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I want to give it. Let's give a bit of a rundown. This is what uh, this is what I had in mind for today's episode. Really wanted to talk about uh, the man Becky Lynch and, and mm. what she's uh, up to. Uh, a few of the NXT call ups. Um, what's happening with those guys? Some highlights around uh, Raw and SmackDown this week, which I think were, were really good. Uh, and continuing that that uh, rumor train on AEW. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I'd uh, wrap it up with our, our predictions for, for Mania, given that it is only, I think, as Michael Cole said, 62 days away. So, Yeah, uh, no, sounds good. So let's get started. Becky uh, could not be uh, hotter or more over if she tried. Uh, this week, she, she did the whole John Cena, Raw, and SmackDown. Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm interested to see what they do. I think, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think it's a wise move to take her off TV for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying seeing her every week. Like I still, I still get a bit of a rush when I hear her music come on because I know that she's going to cut some sort of, you know, promo, which is, which is going to get like a bunch of heat. But I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, are you talking about like the overexposure? You're worried that... Yeah, because I think if they if they keep her if they keep her on and and predominantly on SmackDown, she's got a feud with someone, and Charlotte clearly has a, a bee in her bonnet uh, uh, with her. So if they build that feud up too much, you know that's that's two months of feud between her and Charlotte. Um, I just I just feel that the the pitch has taken off. You everyone wants to see her and Ronda, um, and we're as much as it. yeah, as much as we're, we're speculating that it's going to be a triple threat. Um, that that's still the sort of the focus of that match. So I think if you keep her on TV um, and just have her feuding with with Charlotte and even throw Oscar in there, um, it sort of dilutes that that heat that they're going to have between the two. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, keeping her off TV is going to be good because it just means that yeah, it's going to be all that more special when she does come back and does does put in a, a TV uh, match. But in saying that, I'm not enjoying. I don't, I, I'm, I'm almost, I, I feel like Charlotte's almost got Roman heat at this point in time. And, and when I say that, I mean, I don't want her anywhere near this match at all. Like, I, I mean, I, it, it, and then this is, if, if I'm fantasy booking, I'm probably jumping ahead a topic or two here, but if I'm fantasy booking, I would be, be, if I was Charlotte, I'd be 
challenging Oscar to a rematch uh, from last year's Mania and saying, let, let, let's go at it again. I want to beat you, you know, again. Um, she ended the streak the first time. Um, and I feel like this time she should go uh, for the for the, the title. But Well, I mean, they could, they could still go down that path. If, they, if you take Becky out of the picture, you know, Charlotte's got to have someone to play with. So yeah. it, it makes sense to then divert her attention to Asuka. And, and in all fairness, if, if the predictions are true and, you know, Becky's going to go over and, and take the title, Becky's off SmackDown. So mm. Charlotte's going to need something if she's going to stay on SmackDown. Yeah, it's going to be a triple threat match though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, look, I, if they do it well, and they've done some, they've done some triple threats well in the, in the past, you know, 12 to 18 months, um, I think they can do it well. Uh, I just hope that the, I hope Charlotte's there is as more of a, a sort of icing on the cake as opposed to a main ingredient. I don't, I don't doubt it'll be a good match, but it doesn't mean as much. It, it's not, and and I hear people saying, and I think you agree with this, but I, I I hear people saying, oh, but if she beats Ronda and Charlotte, it just, it just kind of confirms that she's better than both. But I don't think, I don't think it means as much if she doesn't beat Ronda one-on-one, I think it's a little too, I don't know. I think they're being too cute here. I, I, they're onto a really good thing. They have an organic, they have an organic baby face. Who's arguably the biggest star in the company right now. Um, she's getting the biggest pops, you know, the man merch everywhere. So she's clearly over. Just do, do it properly. Don't, don't be too cute with this Charlotte stuff. It, I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. I think, I think Charlotte should definitely look, put, put her over Oscar. I wouldn't even put her over Oscar at this point. I'd, I'd have Oscar go strong, but um, have a go one on one with Oscar instead. You know, I, I think I think NXT Toko Takeover Phoenix was a good example of having traditional one on one or two v two matches, telling really good stories, and they're still very compelling. Um, I don't see why they they can't just follow that format. My my argument for having Charlotte in there is. I, I'm still not convinced that Ronda can have a great singles match by herself. As good as her match against uh, Sasha was at the Royal Rumble, there was still a few spots where it was a bit sort of loose. Um, so I think that's why if it was just her and, and Becky right now, like you got to remember, she's, Ronda's still only 12 months in this business. Not even. Yeah. And yeah, she, she hasn't really hit her stride in terms of... And you look at... I hated Becky when she first... Came on the main <laughs> roster. Couldn't Why? stand it. I, I hated the the um, steampunk and all of that sort of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like the goggles and the yeah. And I to be honest, that. she was she was a bit green as well in terms of her her ability. But now no, she, she no no yes. she could always go. She could always go. It it wasn't it wasn't her ability. It was her gimmick. Okay, fair. So it, that's it why that's why I think Charlotte being in this match. You know, if I'm if I was booking it, uh, I would. Becky would just destroy Charlotte straight off the bat. Just absolutely KO her through a table outside the ring, whatever. And just have her out of the match for for a fair bit. Let then Becky and um, Ronda go at it for a bit. Bring Charlotte back in. Then she can get the one, two, three. But yeah, I'm not convinced that Becky and Ronda on their own, more so on Ronda's behalf, will be a, a great match. Yeah, I... Yeah, give me give me that one on one and put it last match of the night. That's 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 the mania that I want, and I think that's the mania that a lot of people want. Um, 
what it wasn't you, but um, uh, a friend of mine linked me to uh, WWE did a poll um, asking fans, you know, what match do they want to see headline Mania? And it was between uh, Rollins and um, Lesnar and Becky and Ronda. And it was like 79% or 80% Ronda and Becky. Oh, absolutely. And and give us that one-on-one and put it last. And I think that'll honestly, I mean, they want to preach about women's revolution and evolution or whatever the hell they want to call it. And, and you know, women's wrestling and all this, the first, it, it, this is this is the first time when it's not forced. Like, I, this is the match I want to True. see now. True. Um, so I don't know, put it there, but it, like, if, if we can stay on the, the Becky Ronda thing for one second, how, yeah. uh, how about Ronda absolutely drowning on raw on, on, on Monday? Yeah, that was, uh, I, I wouldn't have her cut any promos. Moving forward. <laughs> oh man. It's like, I, I don't know whether, I don't know. I, I, I guess they didn't expect her to, oh, was wait, was this, was that this week or last week? That was last week. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm still not over that. Just because I found it, I found so found that so uncomfortable to listen to. Like I just that it was brutal. I mean, obviously they didn't expect that kind of reaction. No, I don't think they did. But again, Ronda Ronda doesn't know her character. You know, mm. it, from even from let's look at her very first entrance into WWE. She came out with the biggest grin across her face, got into the ring and then tried to put on this stern look pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Mm. It's just so contrasting in her character. And she, she consistently does that week in, week out. She's, she comes out down the ramp as a baby face, but then tries to be, you know, a, a Braun Strowman type character and stern face. And it just is too conflicting when you, you're trying to be this Bailey character outside of the ring and then this killer inside of the ring. It just doesn't work. And that showed last week when she was trying to cut that promo and the crowd just weren't giving it to her. Yeah. She doesn't know how to work a crowd yet. So she, she, all she was going back to her lines. She, yeah. And, and the way she reads, like she's, cause she's clearly just memorizing her lines and reading verbatim. And it's, you can tell because like, for instance, take this week when she, um, when her and Becky had that confrontation backstage. Yeah. I, I could barely understand what the hell she was saying. She was just rambling. Yeah. And, and to the point where, it was like, okay, so I don't know. It, it doesn't feel organic at all. It just feels like she's just memorizing lines, put on her mean scowl face and I'm the baddest, you know, on the, on the planet or whatever. Like it's, I believe it when I see her like hip toss people and it looks like it hurts. Like yeah. she's, yeah, yeah, because she, she's so stiff in the ring, but I don't know on, the, I, I would keep her away from the mic I, and they're not going to because they need to sell this pay-per-view, but oh, Jesus, rough. So but that's the thing, like if, if she if she stays on the mic right now, she she either has to be she has to turn on the crowd, um, or she has to completely ignore it. And I don't think she has the capabilities of doing either of those. Uh, it's gonna be they're, they're gonna bill it face versus or tweener versus tweener. It's like two two badasses who are over and and you know baddest baddest women on the planet, whatever. They're, they're not gonna they're not gonna portray her as a heel. Then they won't turn her. And I don't think I don't think I don't think she wants to either. Like I, I think she wants to be a face. She wants to slap hands with the fans and give away pairs of gloves to the girl, the the young girls and stuff. I think she wants that uh, that image of her because I mean she's not here for a long time. What, what are the yeah. rumors? She's gone off the mania, right? 
Well, then, then, then my take would be uh, she she needs to take an approach similar to Kurt, where you know Kurt embraces you suck, um, and, and he plays to that. And I think if the crowd are going to boo Ronda purely in relation to her versus Becky, um, she, you know she needs to put Becky over, but still sell herself as well. Yeah. Because otherwise, she's just gonna she's gonna get distracted every time she ch- starts talking, and they boo her, and she's not gonna know. Do I turn on them? She just doesn't have that capability yet. Yeah, I, I, I think I think in the next two or three weeks. I mean, we've got two pay per views to go, right? So True. this could this could really go anyway. Um, we got what Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. Fastlane. Yeah. yeah. So this could go anywhere, but yeah, I don't know. As I said, give me the one on one, and just have Becky go over hard. Well, speaking of one-on-ones, this is one thing that I will uh, wrap it up with uh, for Becky. I read this morning uh, there's talks of a possible Becky v. Stephanie possibly at SummerSlam. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was exactly my reaction. Uh, Becky, I get get when Ronda came in, they had the, the McMahons versus her and Kurt. I get that. That made sense. Um, you know, you're not going to put her up against a competitor straight off the bat. But Becky versus Stephanie, it just doesn't sell. All I'm going to say is uh, both McMahon kids, for me, have something in common and I never want to see them in the ring ever again. I do- True. I True. just, I don't care. I, I All I want from Stephanie is to be an obnoxious heel that I want off my television. I would much prefer to watch Becky v Triple H than than Becky versus Stephanie. I just I think when you think back to Stone Cold v McMahon, you know McMahon still had the appearance of he could go. Yeah, he was jacked. <laughs> but but Stephanie's Stephanie's a corporate. She's a suit. You nah. know she she doesn't she hasn't wrestled consistently for a while. And you're going to potentially put her up against you know it. Yeah, it it de- just doesn't make any sense. It, it it defines her character. It defines Becky's character down. It, yeah. It, 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 in like. Because Stephanie isn't a, a, a women's wrestler. She's no, a, not at all. No, she's a, an authority. And it's just, it's so beneath her to even, yeah, no, nah, yeah. I hope that's but just a rumor. They should go back to that, that you know, that corporation aspect, uh, which, I, which I loved where, you know, the McMahons were just throwing big body people at Stone Cold and, and all the baby faces. And that's what Stephanie yep. should be doing. If she's pissed off at, at Becky, you know, throw Nia, throw Tamina, you know, yeah. throw all these people up against her week in, week out and just let her cop it and destroy them uh, eventually just to get her more and more over. Not that she needs it. How's this for an idea, right? And it's just something I'm thinking about now. Uh, you you want to introduce Shayna Baszler to the main roster, bring her up and have her as, you know, Stephanie's lackey, as, as, her, as her muscle. Have, have yeah. Stephanie talk for her because... I mean, Basil can. Basil's fine on the mic. She's whatever. She's gotten better over time. But have her talk for her and just have Basil destroy people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I, I I like the idea of that. Mm. All right. I'm sure we can talk more about uh, Becky, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty to come over the next couple of weeks. But uh, let's uh, move on. NXT mm-hmm. call ups. I'm really uh, liking what they're doing with this. I liked where they had the packages for for all the NXT superstars that were coming up. Um, you know, we saw EC3 on uh, Raw and SmackDown. Um, I like it. I, I think it's good to get get exposure to the fans. I, I still can't get my head around. They very much separate NXT and 
and Raw and SmackDown in, to the to the point where they don't refer to NXT as WWE. Um, I mean, it's very. I mean, if we can talk in Australian sport terms, it's it's very much the VFL and the AFL in the sense of like, it's you get the you get the prom, you get promoted and it's like you've made it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's it. Yeah. They, they definitely promote NXT. Like when it comes to takeovers and stuff like that, they definitely promote matches on it. But it's oh, absolutely. But there's this weird sort of there's this weird vibe that I get. Now, granted, you know, a couple of years ago when when we first started talking about wrestling, I I was not exposed to NXT. Mm. Now being a fan, I, I could I would safely assume that a lot of WWE fans watch both NXT and Raw and SmackDown. But when when they talk on Raw and SmackDown about these NXT superstars, it's like no one's ever heard of them before. Well, if you okay, so this is my rant for the NXT call ups because I I, I disagree almost a hundred percent with these call ups and and your like idea of it. It's it's almost as if Vince I'm said, like, yeah, it's it's almost as if Vince said to to Hunter, all right. We need some call-ups. We're, we're shaking stuff up. You know, we need some, uh, you know, obviously they, you know, they blame Baron Corbin for the ratings and blah, blah, blah. We, we need to shake things up. Let's bring up some uh, new new blood. Cool. And, and Hunter was like, yeah, great. I've got all these, you know, top guys that I'm, I, you know, I hate to part with. But I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give you Lacey Evans, you know, my top girl. I'm going to give you, uh, uh, what's Otis and whatever his name is. What are they called? Yeah, um, well, uh, heavy, machinery. heavy Machinery. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to give you Heavy Machinery, uh, our, our, our mid-card comedy uh, tag team. And uh, I'm going to give you EC3, who, um, you know, was barely uh, relevant in TNA. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, and I hate to let him go. I hate to let him go, but I'm going to give him to you, Vince. And, uh, you know, I'm going to hold on to, you know, the, the nobodies like uh, Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era and Gargano and Champa and Alistair Black and Ricochet and Dream. Dude, I, I could not, I could not give two stuffs about any of these guys. And, 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 and clearly Vince doesn't either looking at the way they're being framed and, and, and a good, and a good example is EC3 this week. What kind of comedy shtick? Like it was almost, it was almost slapstick. Like the facial expressions and the, him being like a, 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 like EC3 is at his best when he's a obnoxious, rich, pretty boy who thinks he's in the, the, you know, top 1%. That's, that's his shtick. Not a goofy gym meathead, um, I'm hot type of thing. Like, I know it's splitting hairs, but if if you look at the, if you go back and watch the way they portrayed him in that, you know, and you know they put him on a what is it, a moment of bliss or whatever. Like yeah. that's a that's just telling in itself of where they see him on the card. But he, and and, and you can say, well, he beat Dean Ambrose this week. Dean Ambrose is leaving, and and they're clearly punishing him. I mean, he EC three won clean with a jackknife. I mean, come on, like what what is that? So I mean, I I don't I don't care about any of these guys. I and I don't even think Lars Sullivan's going to wrestle. To be honest, like they've completely uh, shut up about him. Obviously, they said they're holding on to him for wellness purposes. But God, I mean, that's my rant. But but he, okay, and and I and I get your concern. I. I see your point with the, the Adam Coles and Ricochets and, and probably the only one that I would say I agree with is, is Velveteen. But 
I would keep Cole and Ricochet and, and those guys in X, NXT because you can't bleed NXT. Regardless of how great they are there, you know, if I had to choose between Adam Cole and EC3 getting a call-up, I would rather EC3 because what what does he have to do in NXT? Nothing, really. I, I don't care if he gets the title. I don't care if he gets the North American title. He's, his character as a package is complete. And like you said, you know, he was on TNA. He's had that slightly mainstream exposure already. Um, but who do you put? Who do you put him up against? I, I get that Dean's going to get punished, and he's going to, you know, be just jobbing for everyone. I thought the the moment of bliss thing was stupid. I think that's almost, especially how um, uh, Alexa sort of opened it up when we talk about women's evolution, and she's you know making innuendos about the, the size of his dick. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think. Here's a, you know, four-time women's champ that's flirting with some dude. She sh- yeah. she should be more, you know, independent than that. However, if if to my argument, if no one knows who EC3 is, you got to introduce him somehow. I see I see a massive opportunity with him feuding with someone like The Miz. Like I think those two brats going at it would would be amazing. Um, and I think there's a lot of other. Um, you know, individuals. I'm sure Baron Corbin could could have a feud with him, um, but people have got to get to know him first. I would I would have much rather him cut a promo. I thought I gotta say my highlight of that moment of bliss, um, and you you might be able to let me know or not. Has anyone ever done the Where's EC one and EC two? That <laughs> I haven't heard it before. I that like, was I gold. That was yeah. one of Dean's best lines. I know, um, uh, but but like you can tell, Dean has just lost all serious edge whatsoever. He, he he's gone back to his zany Dean Ambrose, you know, shtick, and he's he's well and truly done. He's yeah, which is sad. And, and but you know, if if he if he jobs for a bunch of people and, and helps a few people out along the way until we get to Mania, good on him. Um, at least he's not sort of spitting the dummy and just sort of doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, he's contracted, right? So I, they, I guess they keep him on TV. But... Neville was contracted. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, all I'll say, like, to end this EC3 nonsense, all I'll say is I will, I'll eat my shoe if he makes it out of the mid-card. And, and, and I, 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 I'll say this now, he, he will not win a title in, within the next 24 months. No, not at all. I, I yeah, totally agree with you there. Uh, he will never make it out of the mid card. Mm. I don't think he has that that personality or that style. You know, apart from apart from Ray and Finn Bella, which are the the few diamonds in the rough, little guys. And I know EC three is not little, but mm. um, the, those little to to mid sized guys aren't what Vince wants. And as long as Vince is running the show. You're, if uh, if EC three is little, if EC three is little to mid size, what what size would you be in Vince's eyes? Uh, I'd be Leo Rush's <laughs> left bicep. I think is is he really small or is he just dwarfed by Lashley? Because he looks like a child with the smallest shirt on earth. On like yeah, he looks like a thirteen year old that that found a gym and just mm. <laughs> started doing some weights. Mm. Now he is he is super tiny. Yeah. Um, as as small as Bobby Lashley's ability to talk on a microphone. Oh, jeez, that's yeah, that's another story. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, just a few of the highlights uh, from from this week on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I'm going to go straight to to Zack Ryder. Um, that was awesome. 
Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they've got something. If they do this well, you know, I think you can get a massive pop for for Kurt getting his uh, first win. Yeah, for sure. And and who would have thought in 2019 we're going to see the rebranding of not only Zack Ryder but Mojo Rawley too. So, yeah. Um, I liked. I really liked the promo. Um, that or the backstage vignette or whatever you want to call it by um Zach and and Kurt. I think, I think uh, if they can if they can build this up and get him a real credible win, I think not only could they get a pop, but I think it's 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 almost a more believable B team in a way. Like yeah. B, B, B team got over because they were kind of the underdogs and you know whatever they they were like the the underappreciated mustache. Um, but I think if if you can tell a really good story about. Zach and, and um, Kurt Hawkins being, you know, being the, they're, they're, they're long servants of the WWE. They, they grind out on house shows. They, they put in the hard work, all this stuff. And then they finally reach, you know, even, even a number one contendership for the title. Put them in that big slot. I, I mean, yeah. don't, I mean, don't have them go over, but still tell that story. I, I think that that could be a really good feud with, um, with hell. I, I don't know anyone. I, I think that could be really cool. But I, the thing I, I like it. about those guys is that you know you mentioned B team compared to those those two, they're not playing the doofus. Yeah. Like yes, they they haven't had the the breaks and you know as, as much as they tout Kurt's you know two hundred loss yeah. streak, um, he still represents himself as a potential wrestler as yeah. opposed to uh, you know Curtis and um, Bo being sort of a bit doofusy. Mm. Like their wrestling ability almost becomes natural for them as opposed to them working hard at it. Where Zach and, and Kurt, they're, they're wrestlers trying to get a win. They just haven't got one. Yeah, I I really like, I, I, I found it promising that they even got that airtime. So, um, I mean, yeah, uh, hopefully they strap a bit of a rocket to them and, and just, and, and I don't know, get, get some momentum. Like ha- have them, and I don't think they're going to do this, but have them wrestle jobbers, like like yeah. unknown jobbers even. Give them a couple of wins. Put put them up against a, f- a few different tag teams. Put, have them put a good show in, and then get I don't know. Give them a number one contendership. I think have 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 them have them wrestle at Fastlane or something. You know that's a that's a C grade pay per view, even though it's the one before Mania. But yeah, true. Similar to what they did with um with AOP. You know they were just destroying, you know featherweights left, right, and center each week. Where are where are AOP? Well, speaking of, you know, a few of the other sort of things that came to mind that were interesting this week, they had a lot of uh, backstage stuff around, you know, was Kurt leaving? Was he going to retire? And they kind of sideswiped that with the the match at the end. But uh, they had Apollo out the back and Mm. then uh, Akam walking past with um, Richie Rich, Drake Maverick. uh, Was he really? Yeah. And then they, they kind of had a little bit of a, a back and forth. And uh, I think um, Apollo sort of called out Aikam or something like that. So I think they're building towards, you know, not so much splitting them, but giving those guys solo runs. Oh, I must have missed um, that completely. Yeah, it was really weird. I, I, it came out of nowhere, just that whole, well, I'm walking past you, so I'm going to say something about your, you know, yeah, admiration right. for Kurt, and then we'll we'll start a feud from that. It's almost as if mid card jobbers are the only ones that hang out backstage. It's always yeah, like yeah. it's always like No Way Jose and like um like the B team or something. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, true. No, that's true. Um, hey, the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, obviously we got the the women's tag team titles mm. at Elimination Chamber. 
possibly one of the weirdest combinations of individuals that I've ever seen, Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox. <laughs> the mentally unstable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, if that, <laughs> what a great tag. Well, the, uh, Alicia Fox is way more believable as someone who's just unstable. I think she's legit unstable. I think that's kayfabe. Like, I, I, I don't even think that's a gimmick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But just, know. yeah, like... But and also not only to just have this random pairing of those two, but then to put them up against who is you know arguably the favourites to win the titles, just what? made zero sense. Wait, who's the who's the who's Bailey the and fa- Sasha? Oh god. Okay, what well, my okay here we go another rant. What go. what is it with them putting two? Uh, oh, so Bailey's the hugger and uh, um, Sasha's the boss the boss hug connection or the hug what the hell is that what that's not a name you can't just put two things together it's their attempt it's their attempt for the rock and sock that's just, that's exactly what it is that's stupid the, the women's division and, and what's um because naomi and uh what's her face did the, the uh naomi and uh carmella had something very similar so it was like fabulous glow or something come on just stop it it's it's stupid it's that's all coming out of uh your favorite show the mixed match challenge yeah <sighs> which i've never watched a single episode of well you've missed you've missed out on a lot then oh (laughs) yeah of both both carmella and r-truth winning and then going to what stanford connecticut yeah hey uh okay so you know know you've got beef with the the boston heart connection yeah Uh, who who's if it's not them who's going over for for the first time women's tag team champions uh i'm gonna call a ruffy here and i'm gonna say uh mandy and sonya deville Really? Yeah, I think, I think if you look at it, if you look at it from, okay, so you're if you're Vince McMahon, you want someone who is marketable. Mandy Rose, it's his type. It's it's Trish Stratus two point some, somewhere yeah. between Trish and, and like I don't know, Tori Wilson for instance. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Sonya Deville, who if they brand her, if they rebrand her well, and if they, you know present her in a certain way she could look at like a serious killer like because she's got that um she's got that fighting background so yeah. um that I, I think and and they're, and they're friends in real life too so i think that's uh and i know that because i follow mandy rose on instagram um <laughs> i'm shocked <laughs> don't tell my girlfriend um i think i think if you i think if you tell a real story there you can not only not only does it tell a story about friendship and they're they're compatible but also they both have their own attributes which they can bring to a, a really successful tag team and, and I, I i would not like i don't know if it's going to happen but i would not be surprised if they if they take it because but then and then you can then you can have a card where you've got um you, you got a feud between sasha and bailey and 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 them so i don't know that that's that's where i think they'll go with that interesting i mean i think from like a solid team. I don't see it with those two. I know that they came in and they were, you know, um, part of whatever Paige's group was. Um, Absolution. Absolution. That's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, from a marketing perspective, Sasha and Bailey, they, like they've been doing this whole tag team thing for months now in the yeah. lead up to this. I feel like I that was always. I can't see them not getting it. I feel like that was almost market research, though. Like I feel like they were doing that just to see if it if it was like if the crowd wanted it. I don't think I don't think that's foreshadowing anything. You know what I mean? 
Well, you've got you've got the iconics in that that matchup. You've oh. got uh, who else do you have in there? I want to like the iconics. I really do. I really yeah, but really they. Like I, them. I think as much as um, as much as they they can wrestle, um, I don't think that they even think that they're in it for, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, that like... sort of top t- top contender sort of thing. I I feel like Americans don't notice the difference because it's just Australians are Australian. But as someone who has an Australian accent, their Australian accents are so bad. And and, and you can tell they're hamming it up. Like they're being super Aussie and it's just, Oh yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it's grating to my ears. Okay. So here's who we've got. We've got Naya and Tamina. Mm. Uh, We've got Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Yeah. Peyton and Billy. Yeah. Mandy and Sonia. Naomi and Carmella. That's it. Yeah, I stand. And then Sasha and Bailey. I stand by my pick. I think. I think. Um, who? Wait. Who was the first team you said? Sasha and Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. And then um, Tamina oh, and God, Naya. Tamina and Naya. Jeez. Tamina, what the hell? What is that? Like, I don't know. It's. I don't know. It, they're not going to win. I think. I think Nia is much better off as a single act without Tamina. Um, oh, absolutely! They're only put together based on their size. Yeah, which is a shame. It's I, just like who's two big women? There you go. Uh, I don't think Liv and uh, and uh, the Human Fridge. What's her name? Um, Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, the Viking Princess. Yeah. Oh, she turned up one day. She was like. She was like this southern belle who could like shoot a gun and skin a pig and 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 have the body of a human fridge and, and then one day she rocks up the next the next week and she's a Viking and I'm like wait when did this transition happen when yeah did, when did she turn from this this southern um southern warrior to a to a to a Viking I don't know um, I, wouldn't, I I wouldn't mind Riot Squad if they if they um, still had the free bird, like if that was part of the women's title as well, and you yeah. can sort of in- integrate um, Ruby Ride into that. Because yeah. I think in terms of a faction, they're, they're the most solid mm. um, when it comes to teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I, 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 liked, um, I liked how Ruby protected, how Ruby protects them because she's, I mean, she's the most tenured, I don't know if tenured is the right word. She's the most experienced out of that whole group. Um, and, yeah. it, and it shows in the ring. I think at some point she's gonna have to cut them loose. I, I, because I, because I honestly think that Ruby can be a, a real, contender for the title at, at some oh, stage yeah. or on on either on, on either brand really. I, yeah. I, I'd love to see a, a, um, a feud with her and Becky potentially like down the line in a year or yep. two's time. But, um, I, I would I would cut Liv and Sarah Logan go. I, I think they're kind of dead weight in, in in a lot of ways. But um, uh, yeah, I. I Peyton and uh, oh sorry Peyton God no not the iconics um uh, uh Mandy Rose and um Sonya Deville for me I think that's that's the that's the most logical pick you don't want to give all your fa- like and if because if think about it if Seth and if Seth and Becky both go over at Mania which I think is likely um I think Daniel Bryan will go over who's still a fan favorite regardless of what his and we'll get to this in a bit but you, you, I don't think you can give all the faces the belts. So I think um, I think having a, a real strong woman's heel tag team going between brands is good for the company. I don't know. Yeah, true. How do you think? Yes, how do you think the um? How do you think they'll do that? Do you think it'll be on week in week out? 
Do you think they'll they'll make them do uh, double duty or what? No, nah, I, I I think to start with, we're just going to see it at pay per views. And do you and do you foresee that title getting off the pre show of any pay per view? <laughs> <laughs> Serious question. If they if they can build up enough solid tag teams, mm. which I don't think they've got quite yet. You know, I know that they're trying to like Dana and uh, Natalia are feuding, but they were partnering and all that sort of stuff. I don't think there's enough women's tag teams at the moment. Hence why it's, it's single so titles forced. across the brand. It's so yeah. forced. They're just putting any, any woman on the roster together. It's, I mean, and, and to prove my point, the U S title was on the pre-show for the rumble. And if the U S title can't make a pay-per-view, the, the women's tag team sure as hell isn't. Yeah, true. Besides evolution. Well, we'll wait and see. Uh, I, conscious of time. So let's, uh, yep. let's run through these last few things. AEW rumors are coming in thick and fast. We've still got until, what is it, May until it sort of launches. Yeah. The latest uh, rumor, or the latest two actually I've, I've heard, Randy the Viper Orton uh, <laughs> potentially in talks with mm. AEW. Uh, yep. Thoughts? Um. I think it'll suit him more. I, I think, and Randy's been very open about this. He he can't wait to retire. And I think, I don't think he wants the the grueling schedule of the WWE anymore. I think yeah. um, I think the amount they make him work and travel, I don't think he wants that. And I think, I mean, we, no one knows what AEW is going to be in terms of their TV deal, their pay-per-views, whatever it is. But I think... I think it'll suit them a lot more. I mean, if Jericho, if Jericho's committing to it, uh, I think, um, I think it'll be a similar deal for Randy. And it's, I think it's a smart, I think it's smart for the company to get Randy because he's a household name. Yeah. The the argument that um, one of my friends put to me was, you know, big whoop. They're signing Kenny Omega, the young bucks. They've got um, hangman page, you know, Joey, you know, all these guys, right? Big, big whoop. They're not over in America. They're not, they're not big guys in America. They're the they're, they're Japan guys. And, yeah. and t- I mean, I gasped when he said that, but I watch New Japan and I watch Ring yeah. of Honor and they're, they're a big deal to me. I, I guess for your casual wrestling fan and your casual, you know, WWE fan, it's who, who are these people? Um, yeah, I think back to, you know, your WCW days. Who's your Hogan? Because yeah. as much as WCW got talent over there, they didn't really pick up until they got Hogan over there and, and the Outsiders. Um, and I think, yeah, they, they definitely need someone of that caliber. Chris Jericho, yeah, household name. But look, Chris is going to have three matches in a year, I think. I don't think he's going to be doing that much. Oh, but... I, think, I think he could do a part-time. I, th- I think he could be a part-timer in the sense that he'll, I think he'll be a, a, a constant face, but I don't. I think they're going to allow him to take the, you know, three months off a year to do his Fozzie um, karaoke band tour. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah. He'll be like Flair in um, Impact. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is, that, and from, from what I've read, Orton's contracted until like October next year. Right. So, you know, even then, and I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I don't... I don't think Orton cares where he is, to be perfectly honest, as much as he's been in WWE his whole yeah. life. I think, you know, there's two ways to look at it. He's either talking to them to leverage a new contract to get more money from WWE, or he's just thinking, well, I've done everything in WWE. I don't really need to do anything more. 
I might have one extra title run yep. in me, but you know, is that really worth my time and effort? And he's got like 84 kids or something. So he's going to probably want to be at True. home. With uh, him. He's done everything. Like he's like what a 12 time champ or something. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't care. I, I think it's a job, a job for him now. It's a paycheck. So I don't, I, I yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know he was uh, contracted till October. So that, I think that definitely throws a spanner in the works. I think, I yeah. think you've got more chance of signing someone like AJ Styles or Finn Balor. Um, and I saw it. I, did you see that photo of Finn? And um, he posted a photo on Twitter or Instagram of him and um, uh, Jericho. Was, no. Yeah. So he posted a photo of him and Jericho doing like the Finn freeze pose, you know, when he like stands real straight. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know whether he's trolling um, the WWE or not, but to me, that's, it's funny. Like they finally have somewhere else they could go. And it might be for the same amount of money. It might be for less money, but I think they'll get a way more creative control. If I was someone like Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, I would be strongly considering going over there. Well, Finn's an interesting one because if you if you listen to, uh, who was it? Edge and Christian's podcast. He was on it a couple of yep. weeks ago. And he was just talking about his journey from New Japan to WWE and thinking, you know, he could... I think he tried to get like a 10-year deal with New Japan at, at one point before he left. And they said, no, we'll give you five. And he was sort of looking at it and thinking, well, you know, if it was five, I'd be 38 by that time. And it'd be hard for me to re-sign a contract at 38. Yep. So he's very strategic in that aspect. So, yeah, no, thinking out loud, I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Finn jumped ship because, you know, he's... He was first Universal Champion. He hasn't had a real big push. He hasn't since. had a sniff. He hasn't had a um, sniff since he did his shoulder. They... Yeah, so maybe maybe it is an opportunity for him to go. You know what? I can I can leave and, and go and do some some good stuff. And if he gets like a you know three or four year contract, that will take him to maybe his forties. Yep. Um, so wait, so wait, you yeah. uh, Orton was the first one. Who was the second person that you heard? AJ AJ, oh, AJ. was the other one. Yeah. Rumored. Um, I think there was there's a few rumors sort of flying around, and AJ's kind of shutting some of them down and and sort of acknowledging. Well, he said others, that he hasn't. But... Well, the only thing he has said is is he hasn't signed. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. He dismissed someone. The, the rumor was that he had signed with WWE, yeah. and then he dismissed yeah. that. So that's interesting to call that out, not to just let it. Yeah. Let it be. I think I think if you can if you can push for more money, and I think that's what I think that what it might that's what it might be. I think he's playing hardball. Um, because they're very yeah. Give me, give me some Kenny Omega yeah. money, and I'll uh, I'll hang yeah, out. Yeah, but Kenny's the best wrestler in the world. So, oh well. And then, um, you know, speaking of Kenny, the 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 rumors are that they're going to wait until Double or Nothing before they announce Kenny just to uh, boost those ticket sales. Not that I think that they need it. I think Double or Nothing's going to sell out off the back yep. of All In. Um, but yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting. We still don't know where where Kenny's going to land. Yeah, you know. I would love to see him in WWE, but at the same time, I, I, I would almost bet my house that he's going to go over to um, WWE. I'm a torn man when it comes to this because I love I love Kenny Omega. I think his I mean I rant and rave about him all the time, but I, I think I think that um, okay. So they've got uh, AEW has like a uh, what is it like a pep rally type thing going on in like a couple of weeks, I think in March in March maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, and that's obviously promoting double or nothing. And they've said there's going to be some big announcements there. I would say the smart thing to do is, and is if they're going to announce him, announce him there. I think 
I don't think, as I said, yeah, as you said, they, they don't need the ticket sales. I think they're going to do fine off the back of all in. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that they need to build hype for their brand. And I think, I think there's a lot of people, I mean, like, like are wondering where Kenny's going to fall. And I think putting those, uh, putting the rumors to bed and just saying, yeah, we've got him and let's promote him for the next two months. I think that's their best. Like, because if you if you follow AEW on Instagram, like they're, they're putting up merch every day, they're posting about the wrestlers they've got. That's great promotion for the brand, but 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 also for the wrestler, and it actually hypes you up a fair bit, and it, it gets me excited about. Like, I bought a Hangman Page shirt the other day just because you know I saw it on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, awesome, I'm gonna get it. So I don't know. I I just think it's good for the brand. I don't think Kenny's gonna go to the WWE. I, I and and to be honest, I don't think I want him to. I think that Vince will ruin him. <laughs> I, I've lost all faith. I've lost all faith in, in their ability to push these guys. Like, you look at how strong Finn was before he got to the main roster. You look at how strong... Uh, I mean, AJ, they protected a fair bit. Um, even, like, Samoa Joe and, and stuff like that. Like, they just, they don't they don't let him get even close to it. And it's... Nakamura, like, I don't know. So if Hunter, so let me ask you this then: If Hunter was was running the yeah. show, would that change your mind about taking yes. Kenny? Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, okay. And, you know, right. and Vince is going to run the company until he's one hundred and forty. Um, True, I'm sure he's got gonna, some, you know, vampire. They'll, they'll cryo freeze him, and then he'll come back in twenty thirty and run the company again. I, yeah, I don't. If if if, if Hunter was in charge, I, I'd say yeah, throw throw everything at him, have him. Have him uh, debut, well, not debut, but have him show up at Mania and then um, set set the world on fire from there. Oh, wouldn't yeah. that be great? Well, uh, you know, speaking of Mania, I was going to go through this fantasy booking, but I think we uh, we can uh, leave that for another day, given that we've got two more pay per views before cool. then. Uh, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you for for coming on and. Uh, Responding to me calling no, you out. Thanks for having um, me. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's. I think this episode was infinitely better because of my participation. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. We'll wait for the reviews <laughs> to come through, and then we'll uh, we'll go. Yeah, from there. please. Hey, wait. Are people able to like review us? Is that, is that a thing yet? Uh, yeah, we're we're working on getting on um, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can get us on Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, thanks to the great people at Anchor, which is what we're using to record this. You can uh, have a look at us on that. But um, we'll set up a Twitter page, and uh, you guys can uh, give us your feedback, and and we'll go from there. Awesome. Thanks for joining me, Josh. Uh, Tune in next week, and we'll uh, we'll be able to talk some more smack. Bye. See you then.